G'day, Campfire Nation. Mate, I'm excited today. We, we got another guest from the States. It's Luke Thomas. What's going on, man? G'day, mate. I'm, I'm going good. How are you? Mate, I'm doing well. Bloody early in the morning for you, late at night for me, but we, we finally figured out a time to get this done. So, no, this is going to be good, man. Yeah, no, I've been looking forward to it. Um, don't mind the morning voice and hopefully I'll wake up in the middle of this sometime, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> nah, that's all good, man. Well, may as well start this off with a couple of rapid fire questions. Get, get, get to know you a little bit better. Oh, no. Nah, yeah. not, not, nothing crazy. Like uh, the one I did with, uh, with Katrina was a little bit crazy. We won't, won't do anything crazy. This First up, what's your favorite country song? Oh, no. I have too many. Um, right now it would be, ah, oh, this is, this is definitely not rapid fire answers. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. We got all the time in the world, man. Uh, right now it's probably going to be, I feel like a newer song, like a Luke Combs song. Um, maybe better together. That's a pretty cool song. Awesome. Well, I, I, I was actually just listening to your, your hurricane cover. That was pretty freaking oh, awesome yeah. too. Yeah. I'm a bit of a fan. <laughs> no, I, I'm a fan too. Awesome. Well, okay. What's what's the artist that inspires you the most? Oh man, um, there's a few. I think, uh, weirdly enough, probably, probably like I get a lot of inspiration from Blake Shelton. Like I like a lot of his music. Um, but obviously, there's some pretty big classic artists that influenced me as well but i think if i had to pick one maybe blake shelton awesome yeah. sweet changing things up a bit i'm drinking yeah. whiskey right now what's your favorite drink Oof. yeah probably whiskey it doesn't really matter what kind <laughs> no, no no particular kind i'm drinking scotch I'll, right now i'll drink the cheap stuff if it's there i'll i'll drink the the expensive stuff if i got the money it just depends <laughs> If you offer it to me, I'm probably going to drink it. But uh, not my go-to is Jack. But Jack, right? Yeah, cool. I, I when I was in Canada and, and in the States, I fell in love with Crown Royal. I oh, absolutely love it. Actually, yeah. Now that you bring that up, there's why is there such a bigger variety over here? It's ridiculous. Australians know how to drink. Why don't we get to drink all this whiskey? Oh, it's insane! It's insane, and it's so cheap over there compared to in Australia. Or what, um, what kind of sport are you into? Um, over here or just like when I was or, home? Well, what's your favorite sport all up? I mean, uh, I was rugby league. That was my, my go-to. But uh, That's all good. I'm sporting the Raiders hat right now. Who's your team? Yeah, I could tell. Oh, I don't even want to say because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite team's the Newcastle Knights, and it's it's literally just because I picked them when I was like eight because I like the colors, and I just stuck with it. No, nah, man. Well, as long as you stick with your team, that's the main thing. Like oh, yeah, I've been yeah. I've been bleeding green since I was like thirteen years old. It's been a rough freaking time, I can tell you that. It's uh, my wife over here goes for the other Raiders, the NFL ones. Oh yeah, which is not a good team either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so we both lost on that one. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, what, what's what's something that you didn't think you'd miss about Australia? Oh, I'm addicted to dare ice coffees, and that's not a thing here. <laughs> I you, you would be surprised how often I crave a dare ice coffee, a meat pie, or like 
The top four would be dare ice coffee, meat pie, chicken schnitzel, or an Australian beer. Jesus, I need one of those. <laughs> the beer is pretty ordinary over there. It's but just, I, I feel like I've tried like 20 and found like one that I kind of almost can call like a beer that I like. <laughs> it's kind of like that went from like weak as piss to now like super hoppy crafty stuff, which there's no kind of happy medium in between. Yeah, it went from water to like the bitterest tasting garbage that you've ever had. So I don't, <laughs> don't know what, the, I'm just going to stick to whiskey for a little while. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Well, what's something super random that um, about the States that you love, that you didn't think you could possibly love, but you're going, yeah, fuck yeah, I love this. Uh, super random. Or anything that you just didn't think of, and then you go over there, and it's just like, yeah, I love this. I don't know. Um, I mean, <laughs> I was going to be, I was going to say portion sizes for food, but that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man, how big are the portions? It's insane. I think I packed on a few pounds when I moved over here. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll just stick with that one. Rightio. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I, I kind of miss the uh, the big, like, diner. It's just like, there's nothing fancy about them. It's just like, you just get a big meal and you go, this is going to be good. And it's just not going to be good for you. Nah, it's good for a hangover though. That's about that's about what it's good for. Yeah. Uh, my old man made it over here um, uh, when I first came over and uh, went to Denny's, and now Denny's is his favorite thing in the world. So <laughs> he asked that's me about Denny's. so cheap. Yeah, I know, and you get so much food. It's ridiculous. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So, so how long have you been in the states for? Um, I've been living over here uh for just over a year now but um i've been backwards and forwards since 2016 so it's been a good almost five years i guess now yeah, right so you're from new south wales grenfell isn't it yes so what, what made, made you do this big big move um so it's it's kind of a long story we got time though right mm-hmm. um so originally uh in 2016 i was like um, like fresh out of a relationship, ready to do something different. I'd never been out of Australia. And uh, I had some musician friends that were coming over here and kind of wanted me to go and do something because <laughs> I was in kind of a down spot at that point. They're like, come with us. You'll have an awesome time and you can play up and be an idiot and do whatever and no one's going to care. Because <laughs> they were a rock band and they were doing their thing and they're like, just come and do your thing. You can have a free ride on the tour bus. You'll see the States. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, and then Luke comes over for a month of going to play up and be a little shit basically. And then a month in I had a girlfriend. So that, (laughs) um, so, uh, and five years later we're married and I'm living over here. So it's, it's been a crazy, crazy adventure. That's an awesome story, man. So whereabouts in the States are you living? Um, Iowa of all places. Um, Iowa. Yeah, near the city called Cedar Rapids. Righty, eh? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I ended up, we <laughs> we broke down here was how we ended up, how I ended up meeting people in Iowa. I mean, we were coming through to play a gig, like they were playing a gig in here anyway, but I, yeah, the tour bus broke down and we were like, who do we know here? And um, the boys rang uh, someone who used to book gigs for them and that happened to be my wife, uh, Anna's mom. <laughs> wow. 
and she like helped us out. She's like, come stay, do your laundry, whatever. <laughs> she's doing the tour and she's like, this is the kitchen. This is the living room. This is my daughter's room. She's off limits. And I, I was like, oh, you don't have to worry about us. And then I think like three days later, we went on a date. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, no, she's great though. We're, we're pretty close now. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome, man. So, I was really flat, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's not quite as bad as like, not bad, but it's not quite as flat as like Kansas or somewhere. But it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's 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 funny. I kind of moved from a small country town to a small country town. It wasn't that big a change. <laughs> well, uh, like when when I drove around the states, oh no, what was it? Fucking fifteen years ago, I've I decided to go through all the little country towns and stuff, and yeah. I the only difference I could find was the accents pretty much everyone like the small country town people I found them be just like country Aussies. Do you find the same thing? Yeah. Um, definitely like the same sort of hospitality you get in a smaller town at home. Like, uh, I feel like especially the country and like the Midwest and stuff, very, just very friendly people. Um, very willing to help you out kind of people. It's, it's a similar vibe, even in the cities are similar as well, honestly. Um, but you're right. Yeah. The accents are different. Uh, some of the drinking culture is a little bit different and stuff too. So there's, there's been a few changes I've, I've noticed, but, uh, it's not a huge change and we're exposed to so much American stuff at home anyway, that we kind of have an idea of what goes on over here. Yeah. So it's enough to like play it by ear when you get here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you've been going on tour and stuff with, with bands, like what's some crazy stories you got in any, anything you, you feel like sharing? Ah, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely have some crazy stories. I don't want to get any of my, uh, like any of my friends in trouble. <laughs> uh, so I'll think about this one a little bit. Um, I don't know. I got plenty of drinking stories the, I think the worst night, uh, not the worst night, but like, the uh the drunkest i think i've ever been was over here on a at a show um and i actually opened the show and then got way too drunk and then mixed the show which i shouldn't have done because i was way too drunk (laughs) um and then the the bar absolutely loved us so they kept us around for staff drinks which i didn't need because i'd already had way too much but anyway (laughs) he was uh the bar, the guy behind the bar was just playing up the Australian thing too. Like he loved it. So he was pouring me half and half, um, Jack and Cokes. And if I complained, he'd just like look me dead in the eye and keep pouring. So I stopped complaining. <laughs> and then, uh, they made me try a pickled egg, which I'm not a fan of because that made me violently sick after that. <laughs> so had you ever had pickled eggs before you got over to the States? It- it was no, I had it, and it was on the end of the bar, and it looked like if you've ever seen The Simpson, the like floating eggs at most tavern, like on the side of his. It was gross. Um, so I did that. It was super sick, and then f- I <laughs> apparently slept in the car park beside the bus. Uh, lost my three hundred dollar pair of sunglasses, <laughs> and then didn't keep food down until six p.m. the next day. So that that was a <laughs> that was a doozy of a night to say the least. So it wasn't the best pickled egg? Uh, no. Actually, if anyone said pickled egg to me the day after, I would just turn green. It was, it was, I couldn't do it. <laughs> to this day, they still tag me and stuff to do with it. I'm not a fan. 
It's like on the opposite, like first pickled egg I ever had was in a small town, Greensboro, Alabama, tiny little, little bar and same kind of scenario, like on the bar in the corner, there's a jar of pickled eggs and they're red. Like they go like, these are spicy eggs. Oh, it's no. like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like how long they've been out, whatever. That's no, no, that's fine. And I had one and then like, I love them ever since. Hey, I would make them over here and, absolutely love pickled eggs yeah no that's crazy i i i I don't know if it wasn't i don't even know if i wasn't a fan of it i think as drunk as i was and the flavor that i was expecting and then the one that i got and the texture i don't know all of it combined maybe was enough that i was just like "Uh uh-uh i don't want that today (laughs) (laughs) could have just been the alcohol i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna go we were going to go drinking one time and I was like, um, no, nah, you know what? I'm not going to drink today. And we walked into one of the, like, I want to say bottle O, but it's not, it's like a liquor store. Um, and then we, I walked in and uh gentleman Jack was like $35 for a bottle. Whereas at home, it's like, I don't know, 60 something. And I was like, Crazy. all right, I'm tonight, apparently. <laughs> I've done that a few times too. The prices are crazy. It makes dad jealous. So I sent him, uh, when the beer's on, on deals, I'm like, hey, look at how cheap this is. He's like, yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, I can't remember the prices of beer. Like, like a, the, huh? I can't, what are the sizes? Because they're different to the Australian sizes, right? They're not like, they're not 24 packs or 30 packs, are they? They're, no. Um, it's either like, I think they, it's weird. It's like 6, 12, and then you get like a, um i think normally 30 is the is the go-to i think most of like the cans and stuff is 30 30 packs i think and what kind of prices are we talking just to make everyone in australia super jealous uh the beer of choice in iowa is like bush light which is basically like beer water but um you can buy a 30 pack at walmart for 18 dollars. that's crazy yeah, it's ridiculous. That's crazy. I mean, it, it's good, but it's... <laughs> but I I wonder what that is, though, if you convert it back over. I don't know what the dollar difference is. It's probably what's, not too bad. What's a, what's a dollar 30 something? Or, yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, but so you were singing before you went to America? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I played around Australia a little bit. I mean, I didn't go too far around. I wish I'd seen more of Australia that way. Um, but definitely locally um, around New South Wales. Um, occasionally when I got the chance, I'd, I'd jump into another state and play a few gigs. But um, normally like central in New South Wales, I was playing gigs. Right. So like you never released any songs? I did. I, I released some songs when I first started. Um, I released an EP. And it was more of like a folky, uh, I wouldn't say country. It was like borderline. It was more of like a folk project. Mm. And it, it, it was something that I was really proud. I remember being really proud of at the time. And now I listen to it and it's the cringiest thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's not available anywhere anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to let um, that stuff out there, man. This is like my first like podcast I ever did. It's like, that's still out there somewhere in, in cyberspace. It's like, you got to keep that shit out there. 
Yeah, there's some cringy interviews if you really dig. Um, some super like baby face photos around the net. So there's, yeah, <laughs> there's some of that stuff floating around. Because <laughs> I've noticed like all your social stuff is it was pretty new. Like your Instagram, um, your, your, uh, your YouTube channel. Um, I discovered you on, on the old TikTok. Yeah, uh, the blew up. It was crazy. Because uh, I released the song. Um, I released my first single here and it um it went really well and then it kind of started to die and I was like, screw it, I'll post a TikTok just to see what happens. And then it got like 10,000 views overnight and now it's at like 80 something. That's, no, that, that's, that's crazy. Good, man. That's awesome. It's it's Whiskey cool, Miss I, Me. It's such a good song though, man. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's, it's had pretty good, um, the feedback's been really, really good since I released it. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. And it, funnily enough, like I came over here thinking, oh, Americans, I'll like, I, that's going to be a good market for my music, um, which I still believe it is. But for some reason, it's taken off back home. I don't know whether it's just because Aussies are like, Aussie rally behind him because it's, it's going really well back, back in Australia. Well, that's awesome, man. It really is. is uh... I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm super happy with it. No, brilliant. And you got um, you got another single coming out at some point? Uh, yeah, I do. I've got another one coming out. Um, I haven't. It's it's. Uh, I haven't said what it's. It's it's called Counting on You. Um, so that's that's going to be the name of it. It's it, probably about a month once I get everything ready to go. Yeah. Um, but it's it's recorded. It's done. It's cut. It's ready to be released. I just need to get the artwork finished and get it online, basically. Awesome. So like you're doing this fully independent? Yeah, at the moment I'm doing it all me. Um, I just started up my little music business over here and um, uh, trying to fund it myself, uh, working on the side and stuff, which uh, it, I, I'd, I imagined I, when I first came over, I imagined I'd be touring by now, but COVID kind of put a huge stop to all that. So it's just been like, get a job, try and fund recording and write a bunch. That's kind of been what I've been up to. So like... What's coronavirus like in the small towns in America? Because like you don't see it. Like we we see some of the crazy stuff that's in in the cities, but like you don't really hear what it's it's doing to like small town America. It depends on the small town, honestly. Like here, I feel like it's uh, it's it's not you don't hear about it as much um we had we had a, i was pretty close to it because we had an outbreak at work and everyone had to like they went into full-on like if you were there because uh it's it's a um uh essential job mm. so if you were there you had to be like they had you wearing gowns masks gloves uh everything and you had to trade it out if you went to a different location or whatever so they went into full on like, so that was interesting, but like, I, I don't hear about it as much anymore. People still have to wear the masks in a lot of locations though. Um, that's still like a mandated thing. <clears throat> Some people don't give a shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I just avoid those people. <laughs> well, it, It's kind of hard for us to see it in Australia, like especially me in Western Australia, like is like we get one case in the whole freaking state goes into lockdowns there's no one's coming in or out it's just crazy so like where i'm at in kalgoorlie like it's like it doesn't exist like there's no masks there's no social distancing all the pubs are full 
it's all insane. So it's, it's hard to understand. And it's like, I haven't heard anyone's perspective what it's like in like country, country America. Yeah. It's, um, well, I mean, we, <clears throat> when I first like came over, it was not really, it was just sort of starting to be talked about. Um, so I picked a weird time to move. We had the COVID <laughs> uh, coronavirus and then we had uh, all the politics and stuff going on over here. It was ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so we had a lockdown for a time and they had the masks mandated and then they lifted it and then the, the cases went back up. So they put it back in. It's like, this is what is happening. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people were a little bit like frantic for a while because no one knew what was going on. Um, but I feel like it's calmed down a lot now, especially with the vaccine being rolled out and, uh, and uh, the cases don't seem to be rising especially not like they were um for a time it was just climbing at a crazy rate yeah it looked it looked a bit crazy yeah it was interesting definitely <laughs> for sure so how often do you go back and forth for like to nashville to record um this <clears throat> this last time was the first time i've been there for work reasons um so i went down uh i actually looked into the guy that recorded uh hurricane for luke combs and I was like, I want to work with this dude. How do I work with this guy? And then I just found his number. I was like, screw it. I'll give him a call. And it was like, yeah, come down, but I'm booked for like three months solid. I was like, okay. <laughs> so uh, I picked a time, saved up some money and went down there. It was, it was a really cool experience. Um, I've never met so many talented musicians in one place. Uh, those guys were insane. It was ridiculous. They heard my song. Uh, like my demo, my, my mix that I had, uh, maybe six times, got in the booth and just played it. It was, it was crazy. Wow. That's awesome. Man. Yep. Ridiculous. So definitely just for the musicians alone, it was one of the, it was a really good decision. It kind of hurt my wallet a little bit, but I think it was worth it. I think it was a good little investment. Um, and I learned a lot too. The guy that I, I worked with was, a, um, he's also a, he's a songwriter himself and a bit of a, um, not a talent coach, but like he, he's a bit of a, vo he's a vocal coach as well. So he helped me with some stuff. I was maybe phrasing a little weird or like some songwriting tips. It was, it was cool. I learned a lot. No, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. No, yeah. sweet. Sweet. So what's, uh, you, you're playing gigs a fair bit. Yeah, I haven't been just cause like COVID and stuff. It's been hard. A lot of, a lot of clubs and bars and stuff aren't really taking on, uh, musicians they are now it's still sort of social distancing um so i've booked a bunch of like acoustic shows coming up uh but hopefully by like the summer i'll be able to book like a full-on tour because i'm really itching to go and play somewhere it's been a little while i got a gig coming up uh in like five days and then i i don't have one for a little while oh, I got a fun, but what are we march i got a bunch in uh April, May booked, I think. But yeah, for the next month, it's kind of slow. Fair enough, man. So, so you say you're going to be touring. Like, do you have like another band you tour with? You, you plan on touring with, or how, how you plan on doing that? Well, I I know I've got a few been like contacts over here that I've I've uh, I've linked up with before, um, and that may be an option. Um, if not, I'm just going to try and do it myself. Uh, just kind of hit the road and, and book like a huge tour ahead of time if I can and just hit as many places as I can. Um, awesome. Since I'm kind of in Iowa, I, I 
tend to tr- kind of hit the Midwest and then go out further south a little bit. Um, I think last time we made it out to like Kentucky and a couple of different areas. And then uh, I've been up as far as Montana before as well. So I've, I've been around the, at least the middle of the, the US. Well, that, that's a, a good part of the US though, I've found. It's just, like, just so friendly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, I remember early on when I started playing shows, people were like inviting me to their house, but not in like a creepy way. <laughs> well, that's like, probably oh, going to be the scary part. Like, uh, there was a little, there's a little voice. It's like, is this person going to take me home and murder me or what's happening? Like, but like legitimately, if I took someone up on it, I, I'd end up at their house having like way too much alcohol. Let's have a barbecue. Let's like, you can do your laundry or whatever. I know you're touring, do what you need to do, have a shower. I was like, this is crazy. Why? <laughs> it's just what they seem to do. It's, it's got, there's more hospitality or hospitable people or whatever they call it. And it's, I found that in the States more than in Australia. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like de- definitely like small towns like America and the country, like I feel like very, very, but they pride themselves on it too. It's like yeah. the American hospitality, uh, country hospitality thing. They're very, uh, they, they take that like to heart. It's like, all right, we need to like, he's from, and I think part of it might be like, all right, this guy's from Australia. we got to show him like that we're like our hospitality and be friendly and stuff. So yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Everyone. When you think of America, do you just think of like guns? I was like, uh. <laughs> guns and hamburgers, I think was what someone asked me. And I was like, I mean, if you want to stereotype it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty crazy how it, it seems to me now there's just such a big gun debate. Like even like not many people are talking about like the, the banning of it or, or whatever, but I found this like on social media, everyone's just like, yeah, guns, guns, guns. I don't know. It might be just a crazy part of TikTok that I've somehow discovered. But. No, maybe TikTok's <laughs> weird, but um, it's, it's uh, it does come up here and there. I feel like the argument, like it's like a roller coaster kind of, it comes up and then it disappears and then it's back again. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's, there's still, I mean, nearly everyone over here has one. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably stereotypical, but I feel like everyone nearly does. Um, technically, probably, I'm living. probably especially in the country too, right? Uh, yeah, definitely country. Yeah, hundred um, percent. If someone's out on property, they most definitely have something. <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, I actually looked into it. I'm legally able to purchase one now, so that's kind of uh, frightening. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah, technically. So what? What's your status there? You're a are you going for residency or like now that you're married over there? Like what's the story with that? Uh, at the moment it's residency. So technically I'm an Australian legally residing in the States. Yeah. Um, so that's like the green card situation. Uh, eventually possibly citizenship. Um, it's something I might look into, but for the time being, I think I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. Um, but it, if there is so much red tape involved. It took me so long to get to the point that I'm at now that I'm actually here and living here as far as like jumping through hoops and paperwork and proving that my wife and I are actually married and we're not just trying to sneak me into the country. <laughs> um, basically, basically it was like a, a, a phone book's worth of paperwork that if you nutshelled it would say, Hey, this guy's not a dropkick. He's actually going to work for a living and he's 
actually has a relationship with the person he says he has a relationship with. <laughs> so, I mean, fair enough though. I think it's the same with Australia. If someone's coming in, they want to know that you're going to, that you're not going to just kick around, you know, you're not just coming in for the wrong reasons, which I get that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. I know Canada's even stricter. I think like actually last time I, I tried, what well, last time I tried to get into Canada, they wouldn't let me. So really? um, yeah, they, 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 they flew me straight back out. Uh, it's, it's a story for another day. <laughs> I, uh, I remember trying to get into the, uh, they do like a, a, um, a lottery for like a visa into Canada, I think. It's like a, I can't remember, but they draw so many people every year to, to go over and do a working, like a working holiday. Yeah. Um, but I, I never ended up getting an entry into it because uh, at that point in time, Canada was an option for like touring and stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm guessing there's no, no plans on coming back to Australia in a hurry with hardly any flights or anything. Uh, I mean, I'd love to. Um, uh, I haven't seen a family for over a year, so uh, getting a little homesick here and there. But uh, just, just again, uh, uh, the coronavirus has just made it so hard to do anything right now. Yeah. So uh, I, I'd love to come back for a while, even to play um, or just to visit the family. Um, so in the future, definitely as soon as the flights open, I'm going to be looking into it. I, I'm, like I said, I, I need an Australian beer. I need a dare iced coffee. Hopefully not in that order. That might not be beneficial. <laughs> no, fair enough. Right. So man, I don't want to take too much more of your time. She's getting late over here. You probably have to go to work as well. What's hey, the, what, what's the best place to, um, to, to get in contact with you? The best place to get in contact with me, I mean, I'm on every, I'm on all social medias. So like, uh, I think I'm Luke Thomas country on just about everything except Twitter, Twitter, because it wasn't long enough. I think it's like Luke T country on Twitter. Um, so yeah, if you were to search any of those, I'm on like Facebook, a bunch, Instagram, a bunch. Uh, I check everything though. Um, my website too is, uh, Luke top, Luke Thomas And there's a way to get in contact with me on there too. Um, which would just be email. Same, same thing again, Luke Thomas country at outlook.com. So there's, there's a bunch of ways to get in contact. If, if anyone needs to, if anyone wants to book gigs, please do get in contact with me. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'll, I'll put all of those links in, in the description. So like everyone good to go check everything out, subscribe on YouTube, follow you on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Now that's yeah, awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. No. And I appreciate you. Uh, you, you coming and having a chat with us here. No, yeah, it's been good. Thank you very much for having me on the on the podcast. I was looking forward to it. It's been fun. No worries. And I'd love to get you back. Like if, if you wanted to promote anything, we'll get you on. We'll have a chat. We'll have yeah. a vir virtual beer or something. That sounds, that's actually a good idea. I don't care if it's going to be like seven in the morning. I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I just don't tell my wife. No, she doesn't care. <laughs> Uh, yeah. When the next, when the next single is about to get released, maybe we do a little, uh, little podcast or something. Sounds um, good, man. Yeah, sounds really good to me. No worries. Well, th thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see everyone on the next episode. Thanks again, mate. Thanks for having me. So how was that? I loved it. Luke is bloody awesome. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can, if you're not already following this podcast, can, can you go hit follow, subscribe, whatever, and give me some feedback? If you're, if you're listening to this on, on Apple, Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way down the bottom, Give me, give me some five stars if you like it. Give me, give me a review. It just, it helps me spread the word out there. I want to keep on 
getting amazing people like Luke, like like all the uh, amazing people I've had on the podcast, and keep on getting people to come come on. And the, the more people that that listen, the more people subscribe, it ranks better, looks better, and we can just keep on cranking this out. So. That'd be great if you could give me some feedback. I'd, I'd absolutely love it. And hey, if, if you want to get all of the updates, everything Country Campfire, get on the email list. Join Campfire Nation. All it is is I just set, send out every now and then uh, an email update on what's been going on, podcasts, blog posts, whatever, and uh, just, just send it to your inbox. So go to countrycampfire.com.au. And chuck your, your details down. Put put your put your email address in, and uh, you'll be part of Campfire Nation. So you're awesome. Anyway, have an epic one, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Mm-hmm.